This is Trash Talk with your host, Garrett the Trash Man. What is up, everybody? This is Garrett the Trash Man. You are listening to Trash Talk. John, how you doing? Spectacular. Fantastic. Well, we didn't line up another business owner for you this this week. I tried. That's okay. I tried. He oh, just... Bryce, we're going to get you. We're going to get you, buddy. We're going to get on here, and you guys are going to have the experience. The experience is correct. Well, dude, let's jump into our rants. I'll go first because it ties in a little bit to our uh, podcast, and I want to talk a little bit about the power of journaling. Ooh. And I think there's different different types of uh, journaling. Like there's times I journal and it's kind of like just me writing the story of um, of my life, of like what happened, you know, just noting down things that are going on, which I think is a very useful practice. Um, I've had times in my life where I did that every day and that was useful. And I've had times in my life where it's like every six months if I'm lucky, like right now. <laughs> And then there's another type of journaling that I want to talk talk about right now, and it's a more focused thing where thing where you may have um, five or six questions that you're asking yourself, mm. um, and that you're answering. And I find it as a super useful practice to slow myself down and actually be present to what's going on, what's going on in my mind, um, and what I'm actually why I'm doing a thing, and. Uh, you know, this morning, I started a new, uh, I don't know if I'd say venture, but uh, a new, I'm learning a new skill. And um, through this journaling today, I was able to recognize on the questions I had asked, like, um, what's your mindset? Um, what are you committed to? Um, what are your... Um, what, what are your truths and what truths are you working on? Um, and those type of questions, it, it slowed me down enough to realize how to see that I wasn't bringing myself to it in a committed, um, uh, from a committed place. Mm-hmm. That I was maybe 25% in on this, on this new skill that I'm learning. And that's, I didn't, didn't start that with the intention of doing it at 25%. Start with the intention of doing it 100%. And if I'm doing it, I'm doing it. And I'm going to learn. I'm going to be incredible at it. And I'm going to, like, it's going to be a useful thing for me. And so that's that's what occurred for me this morning is realizing how powerful that could be. Because it's so easy to go, whether it's days, months, weeks, years, your whole life, not slowing yourself down, asking you certain questions and going, what? What am I doing here? How how have I occurred for myself for the last week? And and that's a, just a small time frame I was looking at because I started a week ago. And I'm looking back and I'm going, man, that week, like I have not brought myself in a way that I would, that I don't occur for myself or others as committed. And so, uh, yeah, journaling can be a very powerful thing, slowing you down and, uh, having you look back and look into the future, look back to see if it's going to produce the future that you want. Yeah. It's interesting. You, you talk about journaling, journaling because I have the goal that I have not been intentional about completing and need to be intentional and find clarity on doing it. Um, 
but of I I really struggle expressing myself in written form. Mm-hmm. And so one of my goals was to journal, but just through audio. Mm-hmm. And uh, which I think would be really cool because then I feel like I'm a much better communicator verbally than I am written. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, one of my goals is to to have a journal, an, uh, an audio journal, so that my kids can listen to it. Because mm-hmm. I, I mean, I, I think about how cool it would have been to listen to my grandparents talk about their everyday experiences, mm-hmm. or even my dad. You know, I, I'm the youngest in my family, and so you know. Really, by the time I came to much consciousness of life and understanding of anything and being aware of, you know, real life, you know, my my dad was kind of old and tired and didn't want to, wasn't the same version of himself that he was when he was young and vibrant. Yeah. And so, like, I mean, on a daily basis, I wish I could have access to that, you know, and so... It's it's interesting you, you, uh, you talk about that because that's definitely something that... I want to do. I have a really big desire to do that, and uh, it's a it's a good reminder that I need to to get myself in a place that I you know as you're talking about be committed to that and actually take the steps to do it and do it well so that it not only serves me but you know my family. Mm-hmm. Love it, dude. Solid. Well, dude, what do you got to rant about today? So today I was driving up to Sholo. Oh, what time was it? It was early. And um, I was thinking to myself, I was like, man, life is just good. And I guess this will be a part, um, you know, just look for the good in life and, and be grateful. But life is just, it's incredible. You know, there's just so much good in the world. And the world wants to tell us there's so much bad in the world. Mm-hmm. And like... Yeah, there's bad things. There's always going to be bad things. There's going to be things that suck, that are hard for us to deal with, that take up a lot of our, our mind space. But life is good, guys. Like, just look for it, and it is abundantly there in just an incredible amounts. And the more, like, if you tell yourself life is great and you start realizing it, life gets even greater. Yeah. Yeah, some advice that I've been telling myself that I've said multiple times on this podcast that is so applicable for, for me right now is that if your internal state is dependent on external circumstances, you're screwed. And no matter how th- how bad things are out there, that doesn't mean you have to, um, doesn't mean it has to control your internal state. Yeah. Um, we So many people will say it like it's true. Yeah. Like... Oh, that's this way, so obviously I'm not doing well. It doesn't have to be obvious, or that's not a true statement. I mean, uh, your your spouse could have just died, and it's not obvious that you have to be a certain way, you no. know? So, yeah. I like that, dude. That's good yeah, stuff. I think people need to hear more of that right now. It's like, you know, life's not that bad. Yeah. We, we, still li- we still live in the greatest country in the world, we still live the best lifestyles ever. Mm-hmm. Like we still have the greatest commodities that that let's be honest, human we, history has ever had. We didn't even think were possible. Yeah, a few years ago, mm-hmm. like life is so abundantly great for us and so incredible. Yet 
here we are still squabbling about the same things we've squabbled about for hundreds and hundreds of years. The fantastic show, Sicario. Love the Sicario shows. Can't wait for the third one. Are they making a third one? Is that the guy with Josh Brolin? I don't know who the hell Josh Brolin is. The guy that plays Thanos? They're like soldiers and they go around. Is that what you're talking about? Thanos is purple. Is he played by a real man? Yeah, he is. <laughs> I thought he was just animated. No, no, he's they they, they base his face off a of a dude. The, huh. the actual guy behind the voice. Had no idea. Oh. Anyway, great show, but uh it's showing a guy I think I think he's in Mexico. And just the house and everything reminds me very similar to the houses I lived in in Argentina. And I told my wife I'm like, "You know, I sort of want to go live in a third world country for a few more few months." Just to just to remind myself like Life isn't even that bad in that. And I'm like, and look around what we have compared to that. We've got a long ways to go. And even in that, I was just fine. I was plenty happy. I was plenty happy. Yep. I loved it, you know. So that's good advice, John. Well, thank you. I feel like I needed it. Me too. Well, all right. Well, let's um, let's talk about Larson Waste and their June special real quick. So Larson Waste June special is this. You can get an additional container, and that additional container is only going to cost you $10 a month for four months. So if you've considered it, if you've always got trash overpiling, now's the time to jump on it. Um, it will go back up to regular price afterwards, um, but you'll get four months at this incredible rate of only 10 bucks. So hop on it now. Save some money. You need it anyway. Give us a call. Shoot us a message. Email. However you want to get a hold of us, and we'll get it right out to you. So take advantage of that before the end of June, because after that, it's just going to be regular price. You're not going to have the four months. So, Hot diggity dog. Yeah. All right. Perfect. Well, dude, um, this podcast topic came from none other than Sir Tyler Johnson. He said, when you're not focused, how do you get focused? And I was like, well, hot damn. That's not a bad topic. I'm sure people have struggled with that. I'm sure... Well, I struggle with it all the time. Have you ever struggled with that, John? I am struggling with it mightily in this time frame. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, it's a tough thing. And what came to my mind, and I'll see, I, I want to see your, your reaction to it, and then we'll kind of ping pong back and forth with this. But what came to my mind was mental discipline. And I look at my life and areas where I've cultivated some discipline, where it's gotten easy. And... I would say around diet, around working out, around um, sleep. Those are things where I've really developed a discipline where it's not like tough. And I'll have people from the outside looking in sometimes go, oh, how do you do that? You work out six days a week. It's like, oh, yeah, I can't imagine not. It's not even a question. Oh, how do you say no to to sugary things? I just don't, don't eat those. I've got certain times that I eat those, and that's a certain time I eat those. That's it. And um, it's so much easier over time um, to make those, if you make those decisions at at one time and then hold the discipline around it. So much easier to be 100% than 98%. Yeah. Um, And I would say the mental discipline is the same thing as far as pattern, but it can be much, much more difficult. Ooh. Because no one sees it but yourself. And... I, uh, you know, the journaling, that was my check today. That's why I was saying it, it tied right in really good because I, uh, I, I sat down to 
do the thing in this class, in this course, and I realized I just was, I was all over the place, all over the place, and I landed on that first question, what is your mindset, and I'm like, man, I'm all over the place, I'm thinking about little Tiff, me and my wife had, I've got all these things that uh, um, I know I need to get done throughout the day, and my mind's just going everywhere, and then even though it's six o'clock in the morning at Larson Waste, things are happening at six o'clock in the morning. Trucks are going in now, you know, we're we're moving and going, and so my mind's just kind of everywhere at once. And I want to talk about the ontological side of focusing focusing in, as well as the um, epistemological side mm-hmm. of focusing it in. And on the ontological side. The idea of who I want to be at that thing I'm, I've got in front of me, mm-hmm. is super useful to focus focus me in. My thoughts this morning was, um, the desire I have to have leadership being my natural way of being. I Meaning it's not something I turn on or turn off. It's in any situation, at any time, in any moment, I show up as leadership. I Meaning I. I produce, I produce and create outcomes, and it's intentional. I don't show up for the ride in anything, um, and it's not a like I said, it's not a task I do, but it's who I am, showing up mm. in any situation. And you see people that walk around in life like this, and, and it's like incredible. It's almost baffling. You're like, how do they get that Uber driver to perform for them so well? Yeah. How do they get the hotel guy to perform for them so well why is their waiter so much better for them than what i get and um from what i can tell it's because leadership is their natural way of being yeah that they show up and it's not a practice thing that in this situation i'm going to be a leader it's everywhere they go they're leading and producing the outcome that they want quick question on that just for for people listening do you believe that's a cookie cutter form how do you mean being a leader. Is that cookie cutter? Every, every, being a leader is the same thing for everybody? No. Well, I would say, so in my definition of leadership of producing and creating outcomes, like I, I think producing and creating outcome, that is leadership mm-hmm. wherever you place it. How you get there um, is not like there's not a checklist that you do yeah. to get that. So um, cookie cutter and meaning does the definition stay the same? I would say yes. Um, but how it gets done, you change yeah, yeah, I think it's, uh, you know, that goes down, down into the, um, epistemological side mm-hmm. where on the ontological side, it's, um, it can show up a million different ways, but you know that you're there to produce an outcome. Mm-hmm. And so whatever needs to show up in that will show up in that. And I think it, you learn that through practice of doing that yeah. through showing up and whether you're dealing with the. Uh, TSA security guard or whether you're dealing with um, the waiter at a wet restaurant, you're showing up in a way that like you're clear on how you want this interaction to be and you do the work to have that. And with the TSA guy, it may be being very efficient and he appreciates that and that produces the outcome you want with your waiter. It may be um, asking them how their day is and being with them for a few minutes so they really want to perform for you. Yeah. Um, 
but it, it will show up. And I think you learn that through practice, doing it, showing up to each situation, saying, okay, I'm not going to be asleep here. There's always something at play. What's at play here? Let me take that into account and work on it. Yeah. And then the epistemological side, what I wanted to share just in this example of this morning where I'm like, all right, I want to show up to this course as a leader, as a leader for myself, as a leader for those that are here um, and producing the outcomes I want. And for me to get into that focus, it was super useful for me to just take out a piece of paper and write down everything that was on my mind that I wanted to get done that day. And that way it was out. It wasn't like, oh, I've got to remember to do this, remember to do that, remember to do that. Got it all out. It was there, um, and I don't have to keep it in my mind anymore. And so that's one example of, like, that's not a cookie cutter for everything. Yep. But that that had me showing up as a leader today in the course because I was able to focus because I cleared out my mind. Mm. And, uh, I like that. Yeah. So that's my thoughts on how you get focused when you're unfocused. And now I want to hear what John has to say. So – as you put it on the epistemological side, or I'm going to... Should, should we clean up some definitions with that? Yeah, we have before, but I think, yeah, let's, 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 everybody, let's have everybody... Uh, yeah, because those are words that probably most people have heard, but they're not commonly used. So um, ontologic, ontology is the study of being, so who you are when you're doing a thing. I think the easy exa- easiest example that I've always been taught is, um, say you've got some weeds to be pulled. Um, now, ontological will be who you're being when you're pulling those weeds. Epistemological is going to be how you're pulling those weeds. So epistemological might be, okay, so this is how you best pull weeds. You um, you grab it down by the uh, root, you get the water wet, the soil wet around it, and you pull directly vertical. Like X, Y, and Z is how you... Tactical, maybe. Tactical. Tactical lists, um, you know, this is how you do the thing. And ontological or ontology is who you're being in that. More like, hey, you take into account that you're there with your family, so you want to be someone that is producing an experience where it's fun, educational, um, and um, builds relationships while you're there. So, yeah, it's useful to know how to pull the weeds, but if what's most important is the time with your family, how you're showing up ontologically is going to be the big part of that that has the biggest impact, not how you pull the weeds exactly. And you might, if you're being a dick the whole time, you know, the the time spent with your family was put on the back burner. Yeah. It wasn't, wasn't uh, appreciated. Okay. Uh, Would you was, clean any of that up more? That, absolutely. That, that that was good language, you know, because of what I understood, uh, you know, what I've already come to understand about those two things that, that was, I feel like that was good language to that. So for me um, on, and I'm just going to, because I can't say epistemological side very good. So I'm going to use tactical because mm-hmm. I can't yeah. say that word. Yeah, well. that, I think that's a better common language. Yeah, I'm going to use that word because... My tongue it has. To, I have to be pretty intentional for to get my mouth to say epistemological. No, no, we're gonna say tactical. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, I've already spoken to this recently, but I think it is a lot of that um, that discipline of getting everything out and and 
for me, I've had to find certain ways to organize myself on the tactical side that I know will work for me. Mm-hmm that I know throughout the day I can come to and say, hey, okay, there's my list. This is how I've done my list. This is how I've set my reminders. Here's my time frames. And, and this is what I've noticed and have so far proven to myself works, you know, to the best of efficiency. It mm-hmm. doesn't mean there's a better way because there probably is. I just haven't found it yet, haven't discovered it yet. Um, and so that definitely has been something that is really big, but, for me, mine is, is, is trying to, because I, I grew up working in a very ramped up environment where, um, we, we, uh, about towards the end of my childhood. And as I started becoming an adult, the, the work environment that I had grown up in started to change a little bit to where, we got really good bonuses for if we had good performance. Mm-hmm. You know, there were some, there was a few times that our bonuses were bigger than our paycheck. Nice. Okay, and so it was a very performance-driven um, environment. Environment, like, mm-hmm. like literally, and, and people will say, "Oh, the, you're you're pulling my leg here," but literally running all day mm-hmm. for eight straight hours, sometimes nine or ten, like. All day we were hopping, and and so your brain really revs up. And I mean, and so when I'm really busy, part of my construct or my way of thinking is the busier I get, I start revving up. Yeah. And and it's like my engine gets going, and sometimes that's that's a detriment because I can't fo- I can't focus on who I'm being. I just start doing, and like it's good to do, but sometimes when it's not organized and I'm just kind of haphazardly running all over the place. Then, then I get, I get a little out of control mm-hmm. and, uh, and I've noticed that, that that's been, my engine's been getting going a little, it's, it's like, a my, my accelerator pedals get stuck sometimes. Yeah. I got to get it unstuck. <laughs> for me. And I, yeah, seriously, I'm, I'm a little four banger engine just, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and so that's the biggest thing for me is so to say staying at a certain RPMs, that really works that I can focus enough to get a lot done and get a, get what done what needs to be done, mm-hmm. but also slowing myself down enough to say, okay, hey, am I being organized? Am I putting things in the correct perspective? And what that for me is, am I being organized? Am I being efficient in what I'm doing? Not am I just doing a lot, but am I being those things? Because if not, I might get a lot done, but it's not the things that need to get done. Mm-hmm. They're, yeah. not the, they're, not, they're not the important things that are really going to take more off my plate than put on. Because you can, you can work an 18-hour day like a madman and at the end of the day have more to do than the day when you started the mm-hmm. day. Oh, happens quite often to me. And <laughs> Same here. And so if I can, though, work a long, hard day, but at the end of the day have a whole lot less to do, Mm-hmm. than the day before it's usually because I was being for myself what I've learned is efficient and organized mm-hmm. and so that's that's for me what I, I I really focus on and strive to do because it's um, it makes a big a big difference and so what do you do if you if you're running got your got your gas pedal 
to the floor, like you said, what do you do to get that unstuck? How do you turn that around? If um, someone's doing that right now and they're just, they're listening to us on their way in their car and they're about to just go freaking Hammy McCam Ham. Um, Hammy McCam Yeah, which I think there's times for it. Um, oh, yeah. I think what's important about that is creating the space for it. Yeah. Um, I think what's unfair is those that are around us, if we're just, they're, they're not expecting that. And then all of a sudden they're just getting slammed. But if you create the space of like, hey, we're going to go really hard in this time and like we're going to give each other space to just get this work done we're going to be short and efficient with our language and we're just going to get this done um you know then you can go around if you've got to run all day doing building trusses you can say hey hey don't we're not going to be polite we're not going to be this we're going to be very efficient everything we've got to do bam 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 space creating get after it and hey anything's got to be talked about we can talk about it after yeah it's Um, it's funny you bring that up because i'm not going to lie there's probably a lot of people that worked at me when I was a teenager that are like, yeah, that guy's a prick. Yeah. Because that, that that's what it was. They would come, you know, their first day of work, and it was just like, these guys are nuts. Like, yeah. I mean, it's trusses, guys. It's not that important. Like, life will go on if we don't get the trusses done. But that's that's the, the, the experience we had created, mm-hmm. you know, and it, it was just – well, granted, it, 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 the guy, our man, you know, the guy that was running production at that time, and he's not there anymore – is literally the hardest working human being I've ever met. Which I don't think is a bad thing that, that you do that. But, I, like, for example, I do that to my wife sometimes on weekends. I'm like, all right, this weekend we're not going to X, 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 Y, and Z off. Just, like, we're just going to slam through this. Like, I'm going to get all this done today. Um, and I'm going to be so happy because we got all that done. And it'll create space for us in the future to not have to be doing these things because I got it all done today. And then... I don't communicate that with my wife. <laughs> you too good. I'm not and the only so one. so when it's 8 o'clock in the morning, I'm just getting shit done. She's like, well, what do you want for breakfast? And I'm like, bring me food. <laughs> Get this done. She's, you know. It's, uh, um, where, where if we had a conversation about that, and all it would take is sitting down, hey, can we have a conversation about what I want tomorrow to look like? Yep. Yeah. Well, I just want it to look like getting all these things done. And I know we've only got 14 hours tomorrow of sunlight. And I'm going to need all 14 of those. So can I count on you to help me do this efficiently? And can you give me space to just be in the zone? Nothing but that 100% focused. Cleaned up. Not an issue. Yep. But uh, it's, it's, yeah, focusing, going back to the whole topic, focusing enough to do the work beforehand so you can go into that. And there's times where I think, yeah, let off the damn gas pedal because you don't even know what direction you're going. Yeah, and and that's when I really get ramped up and and got a lot on my plate. That that old habit starts creeping up, and I have to keep it at bay and say, okay, listen, you know, it's it's time to go ham, but let, let's not just be that that uh, car out in the middle of a dirt lot where you just hammered down, but you don't know where you're going, so you're just. <laughs> I mean, it's fun for a little while, but then after a while, you're like, well, I didn't really get anywhere. And now we're out of gas. Yep. Yeah. All right, dude. Well, I think that was a stellar podcast. Um, If you guys think it was, share it with your friends. Tell them about good old trash talk. And uh, appreciate you guys listening. Peace. Peace.